Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. Lift up the Bible. Say this after me, Lord Jesus. Influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I pray that you will speak to us this morning. You will reveal your heart to us. And we are not here to just hear the man's voice. We are here to hear the voice of God, the Son of God's voice. And I pray that you will anoint me personally. And I pray my words will not just be the words that just uh, comes out of my own understanding, but will reveal the Spirit of God and it will bring each and everyone closer into your greater original design. So we thank you, Father. And all God's people say in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So the title goes like this. It's got three words, okay? Handkerchiefs, face towels, and aprons. Amen. Somebody repeat after me. Handkerchiefs, face towels, and aprons. This is the title. So you turn with me to Acts chapter 19. So this is the chapter we will camp around here for a few minutes. And uh, and this is a story of Paul is actually wrapping up his second missionary journey and he was going around. God is using him mightily. And if you look at Paul, though he was he was graduated, it's equivalent to Yale or Yawar, yeah, Harvard University in those times, like at the feet of Gamaliel, he was actually as his own profession called tent maker. He was a tent maker and he would go and make a tent and he would out of this tent, he will have his means of income that will sustain him for his missionary work. And now many of you here are like tent makers. You are doctors, you are engineers, you are house social workers, you are a healthcare professional, you are a scientist, and that's your tent making business. But that's your career. But your calling is to worship Jesus and to express Jesus to the world. Amen. Hello. Don't say, well, I'm just a doctor. I'm just a social worker. I'm just a scientist trying to find another vaccine. You know, no, 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 no. That's your career. One day the career will finish. One day you will stop practicing what you're practicing now. But your calling will always be there. And that's what it is to experience Christ and express Christ. Amen. Somebody say amen. So Paul's calling was to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. Peter, on the other hand, he was a fisherman called to preach to the Jews. And this is interesting. You know, God works. He's the best masala mixture you know and he, he takes the guy who is so well trained and at the feet of Gamaliel he was so eloquent in his preaching he, he takes them and puts him among the Gentiles and he takes a fisherman I don't know uh, Linu was telling me like uh, he knows some fisherman community and he says their language is very different from the language of normal Malayalam and uh, they the way they even speak it's so, sometimes even um, they curse, sometimes they even speak words that you can't even, it's not pleasant. So Peter was something like a rough diamond. God takes him, send him to the Jews, into the synagogues to preach the gospel. But they both had different careers. And one of the careers that we see here is the career of tent making. And now I want you to jump to this. 
and this is where we will see how the lord leads from here okay let's read from verse 5 when they heard this they were baptized in the name of the lord so he goes to the city called corinth and that's in modern day turkey and uh, apollos goes to corinth and he goes to ephesus and then and they asked questions like are you been baptized with the holy spirit they don't even know holy spirit so he baptizes them he puts his hands on them people start speaking in tongues and then he started talking to them and people get a little bit weird so he takes he rents a lecture hall and he teaches them for 2 years but he has a side business there now look at this verse from verse 5 when they heard this they were baptized in the name of the lord jesus and when paul laid hands on them the holy spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied Okay now they were about 12 in all when he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for 3 months reasoning and persuading concerning the things of the kingdom of god but some were hardened and did not believe but spoke evil of the way before the multitude so he departed from them withdrew the disciples reasoning daily in the school of tyrannus and this continued for about 2 years so all who dwelt in asia heard the word of the lord jesus both jews and greeks and now this is the key verse we will be focusing on okay now verse 11 now god worked in unusual miracles by the hands of paul and the amplified version adds one more in verse 12 so that even the handkerchiefs or face towels or aprons were brought from his body to the sick and the diseases left them and the evil spirits went out of them and this is the key verse we will camp around for the next few minutes i want you to think about this this is a guy who studied under the feet of gamaliel who thought that his religion was the most devout religion and he was persecuting and you know the story that this guy on his way to damascus encountered the real jesus not the religious one the real jesus and then he became a radical follower of jesus and then he said to himself like well i have to somehow sustain the ministry that god has given me and he became a tent maker if you read the previous chapter he had he had met the couple aquila and priscilla and they are also tent makers so he actually used as that profession and he was preaching the gospel but something and this is what i want you to focus on something that revealed to the people around him that people even thought that the handkerchiefs and face towel and the apron those are not religious you know sacred clothes it's not those sunday clothes you don't come with your apron on sunday to church hello especially on a communion sunday some churches communion sunday you have a special clothes to wear and it's a normal work clothes aprons face towels i mean imagine that somebody steals your kerchief i mean we hardly touch someone kerchief but this is what happened that somebody is stealing the kerchief of paul and goes and lays hand and now in this scripture or even before or after anywhere you read the acts okay you will never see paul teaching take my kerchiefs take my face towel take my aprons put it on the sick they will be healed there is nowhere the teaching is there okay nowhere he told if you do this that will happen but somehow people saw something in paul that they made to think that if i take this and put it on people the anointing is going to pass on them 
I want you to imagine this. I know we live in a modern day culture in the church. Instead of the church becoming the influencer in the society, we are influenced by the world. So that's why so much of world is in the church. And I think G.K. Chesterton, he says it very clearly. We should not be the church that been influenced. We should be the church that influences the world. And now we have so much reasoning. We, we have so many statistics. We have so many things on inside the church that is not even biblical. So that become the primary seat. And we have taken some of those real essence of Christianity at the back seat. What's my point? Imagine this. Why it happened here and it is not happening now? What is the reason? Why still we don't see this unusual miracles? What happened from the first century church to the 21st century church? What did we have that the first century church did not have? And what did the first century church have that the 21st century church did not have? I believe this is what we have more techniques and technology, but we don't have the precious anointing. And the first century church did not have any techniques or technology. They didn't have any, you know, some kind of uh, key phrases to attract people. They didn't have the exclusive worship band to lead. They didn't have the pastor with the eloquent three-point sermon. But they had something that we are lacking. And I am going to be bold to confess that. They had that encounter with the Lord so clearly that they were not worried about the world around them. It's in fact, God and them, they were so intertwined together. They were so connected in such a way that when people see them, they see God. Can we come to that place? Can you and me understand this? Is Do people see Jesus when they see us? Or do they see that we are just a Christian? I'm not pointing anyone. This sermon... If it doesn't make sense, I'm sorry, it makes sense to me because he is speaking to me. You know, most of the sermons he speaks to me and out of the obedience, I share it with you. So I'm not here to impress anyone or anything. So I'm asking the Lord, this. I'm asking myself this question. Am I showing Jesus to the world or am I trying to be a religious freak to the world? What do people see when they see us? What do people witness when they experience us? When they come too close to us, what do we rub off onto them? What are the things that they are seeing in us? Are they seeing that, oh, this guy is a normal, harmless Christian? Or this guy is a so-called Christian? Or this guy is a so-called pious? You know, pious is different from holiness. Pious is external manifestation of, you know, you go, you know, suddenly some of the people from the Hindu belief system, they will be driving and suddenly the temple will be there and they will leave a hand and they will do like this. It's pious, you know, they give a flying kiss to their gods and that's pious. And we also learned that, you know, in the church, we know we can't cross our legs and we know certain clothes cannot be there. So we have this external stuff that we think that's holiness. Holiness has nothing to do with external, it's internal. So what do people see? Look at this. Then some of them, verse 13, itinerant Jewish exhaustors 
took it upon themselves to call on the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Also, there were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. And the evil spirit answered, and this is the favorite scripture of, you know, many people know this. Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? <laughs> I still remember many years ago when I was in my teens, there was one pastor trying to cast out demon. He was pushing this this person who was affected by demon. Keep on, keep on pushing, pushing, but he went all the way down. And then he opened his one eye and said, are you finished? <laughs> and this pastor almost freaked out. And I was standing next to the pastor. I started speaking in tongues. I was like, wow, what the heck? You know, I was in my early teens. And there's another guy started, you know, casting the demon. Trying to come closer to this person was, and he said, don't touch me, I will tell your secrets. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck, you know, since then, I was like, I'm not scared of demons. I'm like, I'm checking myself. I don't want to be that. You read the later part of the scripture. It says the man in whom the evil spirit was sleeped on them, overpowered them and they prevailed against them. So they fled out of the house naked and wounded. If you have a paper Bible, circle that word naked and wounded. You see, I'm not saying you have to be scared by the demons, but I want you to think this opposite is true. Okay. Opposite is true. This Jesus got out of the boat. You remember the story in Mark 8? He got out of the boat. And then the demon-possessed man was naked and wounded, was screaming at Jesus and says, Don't come closer. Don't come closer. I can't handle this. Hello. You heard the story? So these guys had Jesus on their lips, not on their hearts. They were saying in the name of Jesus. Yeah, have you seen this old English scary movies? The nuns or somebody will take the cross and they will show to the... <laughs> I don't know whether you have seen it. Anybody have seen it? They'll show the cross in Jesus' name and the demon will go... Aah! And then people show more. And they show the Bible and then cross and the people all... You know, the demon gets more cross by looking at the cross. You know, that's my bad pun. But you see, this is the point. They saw the Jesus on their lips and they overpowered. But then you go back and read the Gospels. When the demon-possessed man was naked and wounded, saw this real Jesus, he got scared and he said, don't come closer to me, don't come closer. And he was hosting 6,000 demons. One guy was hosting 6,000 demons. A legion means 6,000. And God took that 6,000 demons and put it on 2,000 pigs. There was on one person, he put it on 2,000 pigs and 2,000 pigs could not handle that. All of it died. What's my point, my brothers and sisters? Is it possible? This is my thinking towards you. And for me also, is it possible that we just live a normal life, a normal day-to-day, -day, Monday to Saturday, Monday to Friday, Saturday my life, Sunday church life, Christian life, that we lose the importance of why we are living? Is it possible that when we really believe that Jesus in me can touch people around me. Is it possible if we can think that and if we can believe that, we can truly see people around us encounter the precious love of Jesus? Is it possible that your department will say, hey, don't mess with this girl, don't mess with this guy. They have the anointing that cannot be touched. 
is it possible that you walk into your room where you practice that the presence of god fills in such a way the next person come after your shift is finished the next person comes inside they are touched by the presence of god is it possible that you meet with a patient and before even they come to tell their struggles the presence of god hits them so hard that they started declaring that jesus is the lord is it possible that you meet with a guy who brings water the guy who brings you know vegetables the brush brush your clothes he meets you and then suddenly he encounters the presence of god guys it is possible it's here yes but you can kick you know some people they say it's unusual miracles but that means it's not normal i am not preaching for those people here i am preaching for those who say god that unusual miracle do it in my life do that unusual miracle in my life you know i will tell you one small testimony this is a couple of testimonies i want to relate to this so that you will get this in your system because that's the goal of this message that you will start believing the same god of paul is living inside of you amen we were doing outreach in andaman and nicobar and it's a beautiful place to do outreach and uh, we were given a small shack covered by four sides wall or coconut leaves and the roof also is coconut leaves it's a shack and we were 10 people sleeping there and we were doing ministry and the pastor never saw the young people five girls five boys doing ministry didn't have any theological background you know but they were passionate to preach the gospel everywhere and one night it was so crazy it was pouring rain and uh, we were all in that shack in the night it was pouring rain and we saw some of part of our walls were being eaten by the cows so as usual the vivamers prayer is you know what lord are you teaching us now you know there are <laughs> there are three guys who went to hell the one guy is called <laughs> He is a Calvinist. Another one is an Armenian. Another one is an Avivamer. The Calvinist said, "You know what? I am predestined to be in hell. That's why I am in hell." <laughs> and uh, the Armenian said, "I didn't work hard. That's why I am in hell." And they both looked at the Avivamer. What are you doing? Why are you here? And the Avivamer was kneeling down and praying, "Lord, what are you teaching me now?" So, so we were typical Avivamers, and we were saying in the middle of the night, it was pouring rain, and the cow is trying to eat our walls. and we were saying lord what are you teaching us now and we heard the lord in a very humorous way just nothing just shut up and sleep the cow is hungry it's eating its food and so but the funny part about this the pastor after one and a half months of outreach he said this i have seen so many people especially single boys and girls they live a lifestyle very different lifestyle one church lifestyle and then a non church lifestyle but you guys are the same you guys every day i can see jesus in you and you guys the way you interact with opposite sex are so honoring and it's so beautiful and he said when my daughter grows up i want to send the daughter to do vivam is it possible that jesus lives in you can be made visible to others fast forward it the land i told you the story of buying electricity we believe in our hearts that we shouldn't bribe so it took us 6 months to get the first single phase electricity and now uh, we heard that, that they are giving three phase electricity to the land so we went and applied lenu was the one who went to the office 
paid that uh, 5000 rupees deposit and we got this uh, chalan and they were waiting for some kind of bribe or whatever but they you know prolonged it they were giving lame excuses and finally yesterday <laughs> they brought in all the lines and we have they brought the three face lines to the to our church land and the six people including the chief officer all of them were there and finished the work and they were waiting waiting for some tips so as usual linu called me and said anna they are all just standing there looking at me i don't know what to do and i told them tell linu this is a church property nobody gives bribe and we just want to bless you and then they said okay but at least give me some money for tea <laughs> and so we went to that lady who is the chief officer he said madam we don't have a kitchen here we would love to make you tea but we want to give you at least 200 rupees go and get some tea and she says sir 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 it's okay it's okay that's fine you know what i'm trying to say is this is it possible that when you live so intimate with jesus others can notify something it's on you that they want it people call unusually we don't even know these people and they say can you please pray for this person can you please pray this why because they see something the presence of god in us that they don't have i want you to turn with me now this is what i want you to turn turn with me to mark chapter 8 and this is a beautiful passage here we will camp here for a few minutes before we take communion and this is again a story where a great miracle happened where jesus just multiplied the food with some few fishes and a few loaves okay and then jesus said to them hey uh, get on the boat is from verse 13 okay and he said he left them getting into the boat again and departed to the other side now the disciples had forgotten to take bread and they did not have more than one loaf with them this is right after the multiplication of a great miracle okay and look what they are saying jesus said to them he charged them saying take heed beware of the leaven of the pharisees and the leaven of herod what is what is a pharisee and herod pharisee is the religious spirit herod is the world materialistic spirit okay jesus was telling be careful that you don't become religious and also don't become worldly materialistic okay religious spirit have form but without power hello you can do the right prayer you can have say i'm praying for 45 minutes i'm lifting my hands i'm doing the right thing i'm tithing i'm praying and fasting all this you can do but if you don't have power it's just a form without power and what is the herod spirit god is marginalized you are on the driving seat you take control materialism i it's me i consume 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 Amen. Say, I am not a consumer. I am a contributor. Amen. Look, Jesus was warning them now, and they reasoned among themselves, saying, "It is because we have no bread." These are guys who witnessed from their own hands multiplication happen. Now, Jesus, aware of it, said to them, "These are the three things he mentions there. Why do you reason because you have no bread? Did you not perceive? You not understand? Is still your heart hardened?" having eyes circle that word eyes you do not see having ears circle that word ears you do not hear and do you not remember circle that word remember three things he says here don't you have eyes don't you have ears don't you remember what is he saying every time when we encounter the supernatural provision of god 
we have lost that authority or rights not to think that god will do it again you know in such a way that we will just uh, you know let me rephrase it every time you experience the supernatural provision of god this is what happens you lose the right to be logical you understand when god comes through supernatural how many of you experience the supernatural hand of god in your life yes both times okay both of our kids isaac and asha were told that they have no rights to live okay asha when unis was told that she can never get pregnant again now we have a beautiful princess called asha isaac was the same they were told by doctors that he is such and such but the same doctors rediagnosed and said no 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 what we have done we have experienced the supernatural hand of god so every time when we see and when we hear god's mighty hand upon our lives we need to remember that this god will do it again in our lives and that's what here jesus was saying have you not seen eyes have you not witnessed this little boy brought whatever loaves and fishes have you not heard that how i multiplied don't you remember when i broke the five loaves for the 5000 how many baskets of fragments did you take up they said 12 so you said to them verse 21 how is it you do not understand sometimes church we are so into the world and the systems of the world we kind of ignore that christian living is a supernatural living christian living is not a ordinary religious living it's a supernatural living what do i mean by that that means we have a supernatural god and he has seated us in the heavenlies with him that means we have right to dream the dreams of god we have right to experience god's supernatural provision we have right to experience god's sovereign hand over situation i'm doing a little research i'm not completed yet it's the word called but god but god think about this so many places but god but jesus so many instances from the old testament to the new testament you will see so many situations that was become impossible but god my dear brothers and sisters i want to encourage you to think about this god is going to use us in unusual ways but are we ready for that are we ready to say god use me in unusual ways in a way that is not conventionally you know one size fits all unusual ways use me in that way so that i can be your hands and feet to spread the gospel is it possible the people who Sharon bakes amazing cakes you all know that is it possible the cake that was baked by Sharon a sick person heats and gets healed and they come and ask more cake for from Sharon is it possible is it possible that if somebody steals your stethoscopes or your pencil or your scribbling pad and puts it on someone and brings a supernatural healing it is possible we were in egypt and this guy you know the hotel guy run by a muslim but the manager is a catholic 
and he said this very clearly i've never seen christians and this is a yvm team bunch of teenagers i had a privilege of baptizing one of the students in the red sea and he said this i've never seen young people so radical followers of jesus they are so normal but i can see jesus in their lifestyle is it possible that people come and say you have a normal name manath reka sharon phoebe sunil mary you know roshni prithvi these names i have heard it before but what you carry inside i want it how do we get there there are no formulas the only thing i can say of is you and jesus are completely in intimacy there is no gap there is no gap you know this week the tiles guys are laying tiles in our bathroom and uh, we went to one shop and we were we were excited about this particular tiles and it fits our budget and we went and bought the tiles and we said to them we lay it down but then there are little little cracks and i was a bit worried it's going to look like that in between those and he said to me no sir we have not finalized it we're going to paste it in such way that it will look like seemingly same tile and then i heard the lord saying that's how i want you to be i don't want you to take a vacation from me i want you to be so connected with me all the time that even the normal thing that you do can become a supernatural touch from me through people is it possible that we can come to that point and we say god yes the normal thing you know you normally you connect with people you don't need to say thus says the lord to be a prophet <laughs> hello just a normal conversation the holy spirit can inspire through you to touch people who are in this world what do this world need do they need another religion no they have tons of religion especially this country don't need another religion this country has tons of religion this country has tons of self made gurus self proclaimed gods this nation needs a divine encounter and we owe to this world that divine encounter because we have experienced something supernatural is it possible that we come to god and say god align me to that place bring me to that intimacy where you and me are so intertwined that when people see me they see you my husband sees me he sees you it starts in the house or <laughs> when my children see me they see you when my co-workers see me they see you when my colleagues see me they see you when my boss sees me he sees you you know the story fast forward it paul was in malta you know the story in malta he was actually on his way there was a shipwreck the captain said go paul said don't go and the supernatural presence of god protected and the whole people in the crew were protected he goes to malta and the snake bites him i had a privilege of visiting malta and doing ministry there and the person who took me around he took me to that place where they believe that a shipwreck happened where paul it's like a bay and there is a little cliff mountain there and that's where they said the ship you know ran aground so and the whole malta right now it's a catholic country and but this is what people saw something in paul they were waiting that this guy is going to die because the bad omen bit him because of what he did but then you know the story he did not die the presence of god 
protected him the whole country come to know jesus is it possible god can use your hurt to bring healing to others is it possible god can use your disappointment story can bring an opportunity to preach the gospel to others is it possible god can use your brokenness to restore the broken hearted is it possible god can anoint you in such a way that you you are broken but god has bind up your broken heart that your other people's broken hearts are binding is it possible god can take your ashes and use it for beauty hello we live in a church all about me i want to be blessed i wanted to be successful i wanted to be promoted we have turned god to be like a pune you know in the old days in the officers they have this bell ting 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 and then the one attendant will come ayya huh? we have turned god like this prayer ting 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 fasting prayer three days seven days you know we we kind of make god as a someone who, who does it's like this magic genie who rubs in this aladdin god comes up and gives this no 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 is it possible my dear brothers and sisters pay attention to this is it possible that the very painful thing you are going through can bring healing to others i have never gotten a skin snake bite and i am not praying for getting one but paul when he got the snake bite instead of people sympathizing with him they were waiting for him to die can you imagine that painful situation he could have got healed and said you suckers i was in pain nobody helped me you are waiting for me to die i'm not going to preach the gospel he overcome that offense and preached the gospel and the entire malta came to know jesus is it possible that the very people offended you that you instead of taking the offense that you go on the opposite spirit and people can be blessed through your life i don't know you know i was told by the lord to stop the series and to talk on this i don't know why maybe some of you going to encounter today or in the coming days or in the coming weeks that the very painful thing that you are going through god can use to touch people around you the very rejection you are going through god can use to touch people around you the very hurt that you have gone through god can use to touch people around you the very disappointment you are going through the very ashes that you have gone through people can be restored my dear brothers and sisters we have a supernatural god we don't have a normal god who does a normal thing he doesn't come on sundays and say oh church sunday i have to show up you know god never takes vacation jesus says i think in john 8 he says my father is always working is it possible that even when you go for a walk in your on your beautiful campus uh, we have a beautiful campus also here and we go for a walk and somebody encounters you opposite god brings a word a smile or something that can bring a light into their hearts and minds it is possible because god did unusual things he can do unusual things in you also why don't you say to god god do an unusual thing in my life You know we used to sing this chorus do something new in my life you know sing in your heart do something new in my life lord i'm not here for a normal sunday christian i don't want to reduce you to be a pune in my life i don't want you to just you know just to serve me i'm here to serve you my life is yours do something new in my life take my hurt 
take my disappointment take my pain take my rejection take my loneliness you know that sometimes it's even harder take some stick some of my loneliness i bring my ashes to you there is no beauty in ashes but god can turn into beauty this guy paul god used his normal aprons <laughs> aprons can you imagine this huh? face towels i don't know you would dare to even smell your own face towel but people are taking the face towel and putting it on the sick your kerchief i'm still a old school i carry a kerchief always my friends even mock at me you have a white kerchief i am still a old school because i sweat a lot i always carry a kerchief and white why because many years ago you know the pastor he carried a white kerchief and i like the white kerchief i kind of carrying that when i grew up in a particular church so maybe imagine you somebody steals your kerchief and lays on people unusual things god can do that unusual but are we expecting god to do that or we just say lord i still need promotion i still need to get this bond finished so i can move on can we sing that song do something new one just few phrases that's the presence of god minister to you right now barishila ba 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 come on church sing with them yes lord it mala lord is something unusual in my life lord something do something yes lord yes. tired of this religious life i'm just doing the church tired of just talking how can i be blessed tired of that song come on don't give that up Something new in my heart. Something new in my heart. Something new in my heart. 
Look at this verse in Acts chapter 19. Look, there was such a revival broke out because of the unusual miracles of God. And look at this verse 18. And many who had believed, confessing and telling their deeds. Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them and a total about 50,000 pieces of silver. Now, we sometimes we think like, what the heck, 50,000 pieces of silver? One piece of silver is one day's salary. Okay. And you think about 50,000 pieces of silver. That's like 100 years worth of someone's labor. Millions of dollars. They brought it and it burned it all. So the word of the Lord, look at this verse 20. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and it prevailed. Guys, it is possible that when we focus, when we turn our focus from me, myself, my family, I, 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 unto God. And we turn to look up to him, not as a pure, but as a king. He does unusual miracles through us and the word of the Lord will prevail. Don't pray for the demons to leave. Pray that Christ will be exalted. You know, there's nowhere in the Bible says you have to pray for the demons to leave. It just says, submit yourself into the mighty of God. He will exalt you in due time. He says, you know, when you walk inside, you are the light of the world. When you become the light, when you say, God, you and me are in so mingled in such a way, then Jesus becomes your light. Darkness has no room. Is it possible that we can experience that miraculous God in Velur, in CMC, in workplace, in Indian bank, in our workplace, in our towns, in villages, in Karnambad, Munjur pet, all the pets. <laughs> Amen. Is it possible? It is possible. <laughs> <laughs>